Hey y'all, it's Ashley and Shantavia, and this is Obedience Podcast. Just to recap with you guys everything we learned, you know, since this is our Bible study for the resurrection. So first we talked about what Passover is and why Passover is celebrated. And then we went into talking about the Lord's Supper and the importance of us taking communion. Mm -hmm. Just remember, never feel guilty when you take communion and you can take communion whenever you want to take communion. Whenever you feel like you want to remember our Savior, Mm -hmm. take your communion. Now we're going to get into the meat of the story. Okay, come on, meat. I'd rather do that the meat of the story. Um, So I'm going to (laughs) finish up in Luke, but then I'm going to move over to um, either Matthew or Mark, like I said before, because they go into a little bit more detail mm-hmm. um, on it. But to finish at where we were at Luke, we're going to start at verse 21. But listen, the hand of the one betraying me is with mine on the table. For indeed, the Son of Man is going as it has been determined. But woe, judgment is coming to the man to that man by whom he is betrayed and handed over. And they began to discuss among themselves which one of them it might be who was going to do this. All right. Mm -hmm. So Jesus is telling us somebody at this table is going to betray me. And I believe that in that moment, that person at the table, knew that they were going to betray Jesus. They knew it. But joined in with the other people, talking mm-hmm. about, who could it be? You know how they Who be. could they it be? Like Portia. <laughs> who said that? <laughs> <laughs> that was Judas. Who said that? So I want to get into um, Matthew, because um, in Matthew, I believe, uh, Judas actually spoke mm-hmm. in that version of the Bible. So we're going to go to Matthew um, 26 at... 21. So 21 says, And as they were eating, he said, I assure you and most solemnly say to you that one of you will betray me. Being deeply grieved and extremely distressed, each one of them began to say to him, Surely not I, Lord. So Luke (laughs) didn't go into detail that each one of them just said, Surely not me. But you know, here in Matthew, he's giving us an account to where he, they said, each one of them, Surely, it's not me. Eat one. <laughs> Jesus answered, He who has dipped his hand in the bowl with me will betray me. The Son of Man is to go to the cross just as it is written in Scripture of him. But woe, judgment is coming to the man, to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been good for that man if he had never been born. And Judas, mm. the betrayer, said, mm. Surely it is not I, Rabbi. <laughs> Jesus said to him, You have said it yourself. <laughs> Can you imagine being Jesus and, and knowing that he is the one who's going to betray you? Mm-hmm. And the only thing that he said is, You have said it yourself. He didn't call him out. I know me, I would have called him out. I would have said, It's you. <laughs> you the one. Crucified. I'm just <laughs> But he just he just let him like lie straight in his mm-hmm. face. You know, it is not our rabbi. And no, he it's act not crazy. <laughs> no, he didn't sold them. But thirty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
one. Said, I, I went to go pay. You want to go pay a bill? Those thirty dollars and stop playing. <laughs> Surely you don't mean me. I didn't do a thing. Just can you imagine that? Just think about it. Think about a time that you have been betrayed by anyone, even if it's like so small that it's not even worth like being mad about. But you know, in the moment you were mad. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Just think about how you felt in that moment and being able to do what Jesus did and eat at that table with them with no bad blood. Just eating. You know, we would have just been like... I hope you choke on your bread. (laughs) Choke on your bread. Mm -hmm. But it had to be fulfilled. Yeah. You know, what pointed out to me was just the, the... a brightness that he held during that time. So, um, it made me want to discuss the concept of betrayal and how we handle betrayal and how we should handle betrayal more like Jesus handled betrayal instead of being like Judas saying, who said that? So, Ashley, I see that you have the um, definition of betrayal down. Can we let the people know what betrayal truly is? <clears throat> sure. Um, it says to expose to danger by treacherously giving information to an enemy. A.K.A. from Brianka, that's me, um, definite, uh, dictionary, it says, I say intentionally doing dirty. So, backstabbing. Intentionally. Why I like the word intentionally. Mm-hmm. To betray someone, it has to be purposely done. Mm-hmm. You cannot accidentally betray someone. I feel like before you betray, betray someone, it's always that hesitation mm-hmm. that you have in your mind, in your spirit, that says, I shouldn't say that, or I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't show them this. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't screenshot this. <laughs> We're going back to the petty episode. <laughs> so it's something always there that that unctions you. Mm-hmm. Don't use that unction Unch. word again. Unch. That unctions you. Why you do it like that? Unction. <laughs> do unction. <laughs> that unctions you not to betray that person. And then the Bible doesn't speak of it. But I wonder, like, what was that unction in Judas's mind to mm-hmm. be like, let me not do this? And, you know, what made him move past that betrayal? So, have you ever betrayed someone in you your life? Have you Um, I can't say that I've backstabbed anyone. Oh, I say backstabbed. That's the senile version. I, I, <laughs> I, I can't say that I've betrayed somebody, like intentionally did somebody dirty. Mm-hmm. I can't say that I've never thought of it. <laughs> uh, but no. No, I never did that. Mm-hmm. So have you ever been betrayed? Yeah. Um, I was trying to think of like a specific like event of betrayal. But like, like I so, told you the other day. Um, something was said towards me uh, that I would do somebody else dirty based on something was said that was something 
against my character. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had I told you I had to think about it because that person I'm working on my forgiveness. Uh, <laughs> that person who said something against my character, um, it has something to do. I thought about it, it had something to to do with their past hurt mm-hmm. and how they were portrayed love. So I am finding it in my heart. I have began to forgive them. Um only because it was said on based on their past experience or heart hurt. And they don't even know me like that, so do you think forgiveness is harder when you felt like you were betrayed? Other than if you felt like you were just hurt? Do you think betrayal forgiveness is harder to forgive? Well, betrayal is harder for Jesus. Do you think that betrayal is harder for you to forgive? Yeah, because you intentionally, Mm -hmm. you know, set a plot. Mm -hmm. You've set the the first sentence. You know, Mm -hmm. know, paragraphs, you did the... It would be hard because mm-hmm. I can see if you know, uh oh, you know, I, I hurt your feelings. Then me yeah, too. I didn't mean. I to. can forgive that quicker than somebody saying, "Oh, I'm gonna set this up." Yeah, you know. Yeah, I can see how betrayal would be harder to forgive than any other type of forgiveness, mm-hmm. just because of that one word, intentional. Yeah, you know, most of the time you do get hurt. It's not intentional. People will do it and won't think that it'll hurt you. Um, but betrayal is definitely something that's very intentional mm-hmm. from that person. I mean, so I've been betrayed a couple of times too. From the betrayal that has happened to me, it has kind of shaped how I am in different sections of my life. For instance, so um, so you have your betrayal that happened in the relationship. So mm-hmm. now you kind of have an issue with trust from that type of betrayal Mm -hmm. or you have a betrayal from the way that you grew up and so now you may have a little communication issues Mm -hmm. based off of the betrayal of someone else um so like one example that I can give you guys just to be a little bit open is I know like when I was younger my dad would be like, he was going to come pick me up, you know? And I'll be like in the kitchen. Cause you, in my kitchen, you can kind of see the street. So I'd be like right there, just waiting. And so then like, he would never show up. And so as I have grown up, I have an issue when people say that they're going to do something for me and then they don't do it. Mm. And so it may be something very small to them, but I make it a bigger issue because I'm harboring on what happened when I was younger based off that betrayal. Mm -hmm. So you want to make sure you don't purposely betray people um, because of things like that, that can lead to, you know, further issues. Um, And of course you do have to, you know, work those issues out yourself, not yourself, but you know, get help for those areas and Mm -hmm. pray on those areas. But you know, it helps that people don't like intentionally do stuff like that. Right. So stop intentionally doing (laughs) stuff. (laughs) Um, so, yeah, I mean, I feel like maybe everybody has been betrayed, you know, one time in their life. I have not been betrayed like Jesus, you know, thank God. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I pray I'm never betrayed like that. Do you have any instances where, you know, you were betrayed before and it still has caused you a little um, hesitation in different areas of your life? Yeah, especially when you um, when you say trust. Mm-hmm. Um, 
like in counseling and I'm just like, why can't I trust people, you know? Um, and I had to realize for myself it was because of course of past hurt. Mm-hmm. And I was like naive. <laughs> like, you know, like growing up you you may see like Oh, everyone's good in the world, and I'm going to put all my trust out there. I'm going to give you 100%. 100%. And <laughs> Everybody gets 100%. Everybody gets 100%. <laughs> and, um, and, of course, you're going to get burned. Some bridges are going to get burned, and you kind of, well, for me, I kind of learned to put a guard up. And so I'm like, okay, I'm giving you 1%. What you going to do with that 1%? Um, rather than giving like a five percent of trust, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So, not saying that I'm gonna give everybody my trust again, but I've learned to like kind of give you a little bit and see how, you know, it works with it, or kind of building a relationship first with the person before even, um, giving you trust or you know. Yeah. So, that that's good that you say like building a relationship because I know I'm like I'm all in at first like. In any kind of relationship, friendship, relationship, it doesn't matter. It's just kind of like, hey, I trust you completely. Here's everything. <laughs> and then I realized, oh, maybe I shouldn't have trusted them with everything. It's mm-hmm. to be like too late to be like pulling back. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a bad thing like to hold back a little bit until you learn how to trust people. So mm-hmm. I feel like I should try to implement that into my life. Mm-hmm. But it is hard sometimes. Yeah. I know one okay. thing that um, I did as a result of, you know, of me being betrayed is I would not expect so much from people and so then the result of me not expecting much from people then they were allowed not to give me much I don't know if that makes sense I get you Okay, (laughs) and so that kind of uh, this probably doesn't sound horrible but this is the only way I can explain it it kind of decreased my value because I wasn't requiring people to value me as much as I should have been valued mm-hmm. because I didn't expect much from them anyway. That's all. I that makes say. sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Have you ever felt like you betrayed God? Yeah, I can say that I've, in times of disobedience, mm-hmm. um, I can say that I did thought that my way was better. I know. It sounds horrible, right? I still did it. Um, you do too. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, I definitely have been disobedient and thought that my way was better. Um, or like taking what he said and twisted it around. Like, okay, I see your path, but I'm going to go this way. Um, I think that it's better. Um, and honestly, I can say reading Proverbs with that wisdom, um, I was convicted. What about you? Um, yeah, I do. Um, I know with me, I mean, that's why I asked you that that question. It's kind of like when I feel like I betrayed God, I was kind of like, like a, um, like a puppy that know that they did, that they did wrong. Kind of like, Yeah. (laughs) That that's how I feel, and it's kind of like I have to just continually tell myself, you know, like you know, um, you you're not rewarded for the good things that you do. I hope that doesn't you're sound supposed bad. to do. It. Yeah, it, you're not rewarded for that, so don't feel bad that you did that. You know, he is a merciful and gracious God. You know, 
I have to continuously remind myself of grace. Mm. Grace and mercy, grace mm. and mercy, grace and mercy. You know, just like on repeat until I feel like I'm back into that right standing, right relationship mm-hmm. with God. Because it's not him making me feel that guilt for the betrayal. It's all me. It's all in my head. Mm-hmm. And if I can just talk myself out of feeling that way, then I feel like I'll be okay. Um, but I, it, it takes me a minute. Because I just, grace and mercy, grace and mercy, mm-hmm. to just, to believe it, you know, within my head. And you know, get out of my head. A lot of a lot of the time it's me in my head about situations like that. So, yeah. Some people can, you know, feel like they betray God and they just be fine. Mm-hmm. Go about their day. I just be feeling so guilty. I be like that puppy. Yeah. <laughs> pet me, pet me. Look my ears down. Yeah. I'm just like... <laughs> I need to be rocked. Yeah. <laughs> in the fetal position. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, that's why I try my best not to, like, do anything as far as betrayal like that. Just because I know how it affects me. Mm-hmm. How long it takes me to get out of it. So, judgment. We'll talk about that more in the, the second episode mm-hmm. as far as, you know, sins. But um, if you ever do feel like you have betrayed God, just remember that he doesn't reward you for your good. He rewards you because of his grace and his mercy. Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> so, with that being said, <laughs> I think it's good for us to go into our song of the week. Yes. So, our song for the week is Soul in Love by Maverick City Music featuring Chandler Moore. Chandler Moore? Mm-hmm. Came to our church. Yes, mm-hmm. and that's how I got introduced to this wonderful <laughs> song. Um, <laughs> so the words are just so simple, and ooh, child, I had a moment this morning. I said, I'm just singing these words, and another song that goes with it, because I think on Apple Music, if you go looking for it, it's um, in conjunction with another song. So on Apple Music, it is under Most Beautiful slash So In Love. So it's like two for one, you know, a BOGO. You feel me? That's <laughs> wonderful. Not a BOGO. <laughs> so it's So In Love, Maverick City Music featuring Chandler Moore. And like I said, the words are so simple and beautiful. Um, it says, I'm so in love with you. You're beautiful. You're so beautiful. I fix my eyes on you. You're beautiful. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Um, it don't say that part. But <laughs> we just want you. Everything cha- changes. I'm captivated. I'll never be the same. We just want you. But yeah, it just helps us fix our eyes on, especially for communion, to fix your eyes on the goodness and the mercy and the, the grace that he freely gives to us every day. Um, and the sacrifice that he gave for us and we're, we're of the new covenant and that we, we're forgiven. Like we have an, uh, an advocate that speaks to us and we have the Holy Spirit forever. So it just reminds you of the new covenant and the, and the, the love of God and that is just so beautiful. And you just be so captivated by his love. So, yes, that is one of a uh, go to worship songs for me. So. Good. Mm-hmm. Did you want me to sing it? No, thank you. Okay. I'll, I'll, well, I'll, I'll be put taking the link below. Okay, I'll be taking requests. Just hop in the I, inbox. They don't want to. Um, you just either. never know everybody's spirit. You know, mm-hmm. they may need a solo for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want nobody missing out. It's okay. We don't need any copyrights because you know you're gonna do so good. You might get a copyright. You right. 
Right. I'm gonna go ahead and ask for forgiveness for that one. <laughs> Betrayal. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about, you know, the actual betrayal. Mm-hmm. We talked about how Jesus handled it. Let's talk about, you know, when it actually happened. Mm-hmm. We'll start at Luke 47. So just to give you guys a little background, because um, Luke doesn't go into details about it. Um, but Judah, pretty much Judas went and spoke to um, a couple people. I don't remember what their name is. He spoke to the people who were looking for Jesus. Mm-hmm. And he told them, you know, this is where he's going to be. Because he knew he was, you know, he was in close contact with Jesus. He was his disciple. And so... He pretty much told them, this is um, where we're going to be yet. And when we get there, I am going to kiss the one who is Jesus. And that's the one that you should actually mm. take away. Um, so verse 47 is what we get into um, when it actually happened. So it says, while he was still speaking, a crowd came and the man called Judas, one of the 12 disciples was leading the way for them. He approached Jesus to kiss him. And Jesus said to him, Judas, are you betraying the son of man with a kiss? Even at that point, he still did it. You know. I wonder if he did like that. Yeah. I'm thinking like, you know, the people when they start arguing. (laughs) Is you betraying me? (laughs) I'm sure he just did it so calm. You know, just like, so, you know, you're going to betray me with a kiss. Mm -hmm. You know. And I just, I just can't see anybody else just getting betrayed and just mm. being so melancholy yes oh, so gracious about it you know are you gonna betray me with the kiss and i think it's so crazy because you know, I, I when i think of kiss i just think of something so genuine mm-hmm. and peaceful and comforting and you're betraying me with this kiss i've had so, some yeah. people that didn't wasn't too fond of me or didn't care for me. But still, you know, kiss me on the cheek. So you experienced you know. experience a little bit of Jesus' like, experience. Okay. <laughs> 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 but, you know, yeah, still take it. Yeah. And wash my cheek later. But um, just to recap with you guys, everything we learned, you know, since this is our Bible study for the resurrection, we went into the discussion of Jesus telling one of his disciples that you are going to betray me. Mm -hmm. And he handled it like a pro, Mm. like no one else could. Like I could not. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. So whenever you guys get a chance, just remember to go back. Um, and read those scriptures that we gave you guys just to tell them to you again. It's Matthew twenty six seventeen through 30, Mark 14, 12 to 25, Luke 22, 7 through 23, John 18, 1 through 13, Luke 22, 1 through 6, Luke 22, 47 through 54, Matthew 26, through 4, 26 47 through 56, and Mark 14, through 4, Mark 14, 43. 350 all those pretty much get the same account of everything that Mm -hmm. happened just you know in different um, perspectives perspectives so yeah so what's your big takeaway from this from this episode um sometimes i can be i will be a little guilty about going into lord's supper the wrong way not pretty much fixing my mind on the sacrifice that was made um and how to treat people that betray you, that intentionally do you wrong. Mm-hmm. 
pray my strength and I'm going to work. <laughs> I've gotten better though from the forgiveness episode. I can definitely say that I've been convicted. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. You've been helping. Mm-hmm. We are here helping people, even ourselves. <laughs> my biggest takeaway, my biggest takeaway from the episode is, you know, just, uh, I learned a lot about communion this episode. Um, I know you taught me something new about, you know, that don't feel guilty going into it a little unclean, which I didn't think that anyway. It's just kind of like I knew why people had issues with taking mm-hmm. communion, but today was the first time I actually like zoned in on it and be like, oh, okay, I see why they would think that. So if that's not how you think, well, what do you do this mm-hmm. this scenario? But yeah, um, I hope that we really broke it down for you guys going over, you know, what Passover is, what communion is, the Lord's Supper and Jesus getting betrayed, and you know, not to intentionally betray people, child. Mm-hmm. Don't be Please out here just hurting people's hearts. <laughs> you're gonna betray, you're gonna betray. <laughs> you don't want to do that. But yeah. So next episode, we're gonna talk about um, the crucifixion. Yes, we're gonna talk about and the resurrection and the Hallelujah. resurrection. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Why that all is so important. Mm-hmm. We kind of gave you guys a prelude to the good stuff, to mm-hmm. the climax. So tune in. You know next Friday so we can finish this conversation about the resurrection. Mm-hmm. So we would do want to thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you. And as always, be, be obedient. obedient. We'll see you guys next time.